And here we go. Text before calling the show about nothing made with care specifically for you. All you crazy cats and kittens out there in pod personal land, welcome back to Text Before Calling. This my oh Jesus Christ, can't do anything right. I'm Sean. That's Eric. We're talking. How did you say my name? Eric. That's like how Sam says it. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> it was just kind of me choking as I was talking. Maybe that's how she feels every time she says my name. Yeah, that could go either way, though. I mean, just you know. choking on it. Ugh, Eric! <laughs> well, it could be choking on disdain. It could be choking I mean. on joy. It could be. No, I don't think she's choking on joy. <laughs> Holding back the tears of joy. Eric! I have to spend my life with you, Eric! <laughs> oh, you guys got married? I, didn't, I was unaware. I don't tell you everything I do. No, I, I, I pretty much only talk to you here. I didn't know I need your permission to get married in the state of California. I, I didn't say you needed my permission. I just said I was unaware. But I, well, the irony here is I do need your permission. <laughs> California is a highly bureaucratic state. <laughs> you need 18 witnesses and uh, three sign-offs. You need 18 witnesses, uh, two pay stubs, um, <laughs> proof of insurance, and one podcast partner. <laughs> Uh, just go to Vegas. I think they're a little less strict on that. Do you have any thoughts on Las Vegas as a entity, as a uh, monument to man's arrogance? I think we've talked about this before, but I've I've never been. Um, I just kind of imagine it as like a giant exploded version of the It's a Small World ride at Disney. Sorry, you say exploded? Uh, you know, a, an extrapolation of a, you know... Um, a parts explosion rather than, you know, a, a, a nuclear one. I don't remember the hookers part of <laughs> It's a Small World. Um, that was the Dutch, right? That's that's not a bad joke. <laughs> not bad. I was weighing that, you know, I felt like... I felt like, you know, I was in some presidential briefing and I was weighing some highly confidential information. Like, should I should I allow this? Yes, this level of meddling is acceptable. Should I have gone with the French? No. Um, I apologize. My punchlines are not up to snuff, sir. No, they. it was just barely just, adequate. Just made it over? Right on. Which is much less satisfying than a bad joke. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that makes sense. At least there's a, there's a certain emptiness and melancholy to the barely adequate joke. A uh, a peanuts cartoon, as it were. No, that, that's artistry. This is emptiness. Yeah, that's just what I feel when I watch Charlie Brown movies. It's just that empty, hollow, yeah, soul sucking seventies. <laughs> How often are you watching Charlie Brown movies? Um, you know, when I want to feel like my soul has been sucked out, you know, pretty much the same amount of time I watch Aronofsky movies. Again, I will say for the record, 
that Peanuts movies have a lot more artistry than Aronofsky movies. <laughs> but Aronofsky's so stylized. He's got those, you know, the the multiple close-ups with the do 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 punching thing, and then you know the the repetitiveness and. He know. certainly has ideas that he's stolen from other people. Well, there's no such thing as a new idea. No, but his his what bothers me. Okay, I'll give you one perfect example. No, uh, the wrestler. So mm-hmm. I don't care that it's a Dardine Brothers movie. I think that's cool, actually. Uh, probably more people saw the wrestler than will ever see the entire filmography of the Dardine Brothers put together. That's <laughs> that's fine. Right that's on. a that's a dope style. I did not see a single interview that whole year where he even mentioned them, mm. which is fucking bananas to me. It's like if you make a movie, it's like if you remade Hitchcock and didn't mention, or I'm sorry, remade Vertigo and didn't yeah. mention Hitchcock. Hmm. Yeah. It's I, crazy. The, uh, I mean, yeah, I, it is. Only, only because that movie, there were no other, as far as I could tell, no other influences. It was just this one visual style. And he was like, oh, yeah, I just, um, I guess I came up with it. <laughs> I didn't realize he was so uh, arrogant about it. Um, I Have don't... you ever seen a photo of this motherfucker? No, no idea. Holy I, shit. I am judging him purely on his work. Judge him on his scarves. Oh, shit, really? Yes. Gee, uh, is this like Johnny Depp level? Like, Oh, mu- I think much worse. Really? Basically, uh, he looks Keith like. Keith Richards. He looks like a New York City cop who like got a um, you know injury settlement or something and doesn't mm-hmm. have to work anymore and has really <laughs> terrible taste and so now he's wearing like four hundred dollars scarves instead of going to work. So he's a fat man. No, but he's just like uh, let's say New York City cop. Think yeah. more of like a Pittsburgh cop. <laughs> a little more svelte. Even no, much trashier. <laughs> think about someone who's like a Steelers fan who like lucks into some insurance money. Wow. That's Aronofsky. You, you have that low of an opinion of him, huh? That is uh, kind of shocking. Wasn't uh, he married to Rachel Weisz and then like fucked around and she left him for James Bond? I don't know who Rachel Weisz is. Yes, you do. Okay. Think about it. <laughs> it, it it's, it's really not going to help, man. I, Search your heart. Now, did you ever see the 1999 remake of The Mummy starring Rachel Weisz? Uh, the remake? Of, is this with Brendan Fraser? Yes, it is. Uh, probably. So you know who Rachel Weisz is? Maybe. I, I, She's not the mummy and not <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Just because I've seen her on screen does not mean I remember her or have any idea who she was. Untrue. Um, no, very true. Anyway, she's a, a great actress, very fetching woman. Right she left him for mm. James Bond. So yeah. point goes to Rachel Weisz, Sean Nasty's favorite actress. I don't think that uh, anyone would fault any woman for leaving just about anyone for James Bond. You know, of all the James Bonds you could leave your pretentious art film director husband for, Mm -hmm. he would not be the top of my list. Which one? Uh, uh, What's his face? Current guy. Oh. uh, Uh, Lizard Neck. Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah. Daniel Craig. (laughs) Did you say Craig Robinson? (laughs) I have no idea who that is. I said uh, uh, Brosnan. You know who Craig Robinson is. Jeez, I don't, man. I don't watch Bond movies, man. I, like the only Bond movie Craig I've seen. Craig Robinson you is made the black dude from The Office. Um. Oh, He's, I think the one black character. Yeah. With with lines on The Office. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I do know who that is. Then. Yep. Yeah. He's a comedian. That was. That's the joke. Ha <laughs> ha. Please clap. <laughs> Uh, 
So I've been spending a lot of time on right-wing Twitter lately. Oh, Jesus. Is it, There's a specific right-wing Twitter? Well, if you follow certain— Oh, you've created you, a Twitterverse no, for yourself that is no. completely alt-right? If you if you tweet at certain thought leaders, you will <laughs> be introduced to a lot of very um, vocal right-wing people. Hmm. They're not all alt-right. They're not all neo-Nazis, but they're all very staunchly conservative. More specifically, staunchly Republican, like partisan. Has that been officialized, the fact that – or the concept that alt-right is inherently neo-Nazi? I I think so. It seems like, you know, the news organizations – put out those crazy stories that were like, look at the the dapper young white nationalist. And people were like, don't you mean Nazi? Because mm. they, like, uh, Mother Jones had an article about, like, this guy has a nice haircut and he's wearing a suit and he's a white nationalist. And people were like, I think you mean a neo-Nazi right because on. that's what his beliefs are. <laughs> Neo-Nazi, not white nationalist. You're referring to a neo-Nazi. Gotcha. So I think for the most I think there's like they just tried to rebrand themselves. Then uh, I forget who it was. I think it was CBS who is still being a doofus about it. But pretty much because CBS is still doing the thing where Trump says something that's clearly a lie, and mm-hmm. they just sort of say like Trump claims. Oh, gotcha. Whereas all the other ones were like Trump falsely claims. Gotcha. Uh, but I think most of them are on board with like, oh, alt right is white nationalism, which is white supremacy. Well, wasn't Les Moonves the one that said that uh, Trump is bad for the country, but he's good for CBS? Yes, he was. <laughs> so, yeah, it all falls well, and in that's, line. That's, that's been another thing that, you know, you can pound this into people's heads, but they don't really get it, where you try and explain what white supremacy means. And it doesn't mean like Hitler at the Olympics, where you think a white man can run faster uh, and jump higher than any other race on Earth or whatever. The idea is that white people should have political supremacy and their votes should count more. And you try to get that idea across and people just shut down. Really? I thought they were just trying to kind of, you know. Even even when they segregate. agree with you, they don't agree with the reasoning for it. Because hmm. you'll be like, yeah, you know, the way the Electoral College works, you're giving white voters in Wisconsin a lot more power than a black guy in Baltimore. And they're like, yeah, but that's good. <laughs> well, yeah, it worked for them. It's it's worked right. for it's pretty much only worked for the Republicans. So I mean it's I mean, the Electoral College was created to protect the interest of slavers against the tidal wave of democracy. That was part of the reason. That yeah, partially. It's also partially logistical. Um there's there's a lot of reasons that the, the elect, electoral college exists. And But the people, as you said, the people who would have to give it up. Their reasons for not giving it up are inherently anti-democratic. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. much so. They have the power now, so why would they relinqu- relinquish it? Yeah. That's just— Speaking of which, I know you don't really follow this, but have you have you heard anything <laughs> or have you followed at all the goings-on in North Carolina tonight specifically? Uh, is this sports? No, this is government, oh. state government. So North Carolina, for the first time since Reconstruction uh, four years ago, elected a Republican. Wait, they just ended re- Reconstruction four years ago? <laughs> well, you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't know it if you were there. Right um, but for the first time since Reconstruction, they had a Republican governor, um, judicial, judiciary, and legislature. So hmm. completely GOP-controlled, right? That's this year? 
That that was, was four, four years, years ago, ago when okay. they elected the governor. Gotcha. First time they had controlled the entire government since the 1870s or something. Oh, right on. Um, yeah. North Carolina doesn't strike me as a liberal bastion. Um, it's always been moderate. Oh, okay. Um, par- partially because we've had, or we used to have, one so, of the best public school systems in the country. Mm-hmm. But thanks in large part to this recent uh, electoral victory, that has diminished greatly. Gotcha. So um, it's not that the Democrats have been in control since Reconstruction. It's just that it's been not. It's been split. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, I mean, there have been times when the Democrats, because yeah. you have to remember, until the Civil Rights Act, mm-hmm. the South was Democratic, totally. the Dixiecrats. Yep. So even though they were conservative, they were the Democratic Party. Well, yeah, the parties have flipped their positions a few times. Which, which is very funny when people refer to the party of Lincoln. It's like that, buddy. Yeah. It bears no similarity. Yeah. There's three reincarnations since then. Um, but anyway, so cut to the present. They lost one of the Supreme, I, I guess, I don't fucking, I wasn't aware of this, but they lost some important um, judicial vote, I think for the Supreme Court, the state Supreme Court. And then they also lost the governorship, right? So these things happen. It's a democracy. Mm-hmm. So after fighting this recount effort, or after launching a recount effort and Wait, that's fighting, just this year? So the last four years they've been Republican, and now just this year they lost a— Correct. Legit, or they, they, lost, lost, they lost two important races. Okay, cool. So um, the governor spent about two weeks um, uh, trying to undermine these results, even though he lost by like 10,000 votes. He said, oh, Durham County, which is mostly black, there were you know I've irregularities there, and I couldn't possibly have lost, and we need to recount only Durham County, hmm. where there's a lot of black people. Um, cause they must've stolen the election from me. <laughs> so he eventually gave up. So he gave up. And then tonight the GOP legislature is pushing through all these bills that are fundamentally restructuring the government oh, Jesus. <laughs> before they hand over power, right on. basically preventing the democratic, uh, governor, incoming governor from appointing people to the cabinet without their permission. <laughs> um, the, whatever the, the, um, judiciary was that they lost the the majority on. They're supposed to be five judges. They're just adding judges so they can retain a majority. Just adding Republican judges. Okay. It is like you know something from Estonia. <laughs> um, and people were at the at the Capitol protesting, and they just started arresting reporters for reporting on it. And it's like a secret session now. Jesus, this is happening in America, like right now, literally as we're speaking. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it definitely sounds bad, but it's not necessarily shocking. I mean, you know, I think it is shocking. Um, it's definitely something that we should do something about. But I mean, this stuff—it's just that it's more public now. This so here's stuff where it has gets good, on Forever. Here's where it gets really good. So the guy who won the governorship is currently the state attorney general. And he is saying, if you do this, I will sue you. <laughs> I will sue you as the state attorney general and then carry forward the, the suit as the governor. Huh. <laughs> so exciting times in the Tar Heel State. <laughs> what a predicament. Just remember to text before calling. If you had to describe North Carolina in five words, what would it be? Um, the East Coast's Little Hollywood. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're thinking of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm also thinking of like 20 years ago when they shot like two movies there. When they made Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles and Dawson's Creek. Is that what it was? 
They did shoot Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Wilmington. Wow. Classic. 